tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, atmospheric science graduate and skyworn storm spotter Brady Harris, digital meteorologist and weather producer on the Weather Channel app Dina Knightley, former on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel Kim Cunningham, Emmy-winning storm chaser and photographer Chris Sanner, and I'm your announcer and Skywarn Network coordinator Mark Johnson. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, Skywarn storm spotter and chaser Phil Johnson. All right, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening and viewing device. This is the Stormfront Freaks podcast, uh, and if you're watching the recording on YouTube or Oklahoma Weather Tracker TV, it's Stormfront Freaks Raw. Hey, this is episode 33. We've got two members of the Storm Chase team, base hunters chasing with us. Uh, so we look forward to speaking with Isaac and Scott. We'll also be discussing the various cutthroat competitions within the storm chasing community. And uh, don't forget to stick around for our weather fools. We also have some great WX resources and, and more crazy, wacky fun as always. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Maz to go ahead and let's introduce the team. Ah, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, we're going to find out what everybody's having as a beverage. Let's, I, I think I hear some tea on in the background that's, that's got that sound. But anyway, hey, MJ, you're up in Minnesota. What are you drinking, dude? Hey, I'm up here, but I've gone south of the border today. I've got uh, Dos Equis uh, Lager Especial. So, uh, Ooh, stay thirsty, oh, the most nice. interesting Ooh. man in the world right now. Very nice. Hey, Phil, are you in town or are you out of town? Uh, I'm in town, but I'm in my office, so I am not the most entertaining man in the world. Um, or ex- is it entertaining or exciting? Interesting. What's the phrase? Interesting. 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 Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of that, but I am drinking uh, my my diet Code Red Mountain Dew tonight. Oh that my is, gosh! That's my cup this of tea. Spike, this this is like the vodka or something. This, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is the first show. So we're on what episode thirty three. This mm-hmm. is the first show. I'm not drinking something alcoholic because there was one show I still was drinking cough syrup, even though I wasn't feeling well. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. Well, are you yeah. getting the shakes? I'm, 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 I'm on the wagon, baby. <laughs> Kim, I hear you're, yes. in, you're in Atlanta. I am. You're home. I saw you're home there. So what are you drinking? Yeah, I'm home. I have a IPA again. This is a wrought iron IPA. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Abita. So this is their IPA, and it's very hoppy. And I'm enjoying that today. Uh-oh. I love the song. Inagata de Bita. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just check and, it. And, and I got a Abita. That's it. Very yeah. good. Very good. Oh, hey, cheers. I'm Maz. Um, I'm going for the 30 weight tonight with the Guinness. Wow! Yeah, it's it's, nice. really good. it's heavy. I was nice. I know I was craving it. I, I, a nice I summer through, brew. I was going through yeah, Kroger yeah. and I was looking and I'm like, oh, I'll take the thirty weight tonight. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I do shop for my own beer just to let you know. You do. <laughs> hey, we got some guests, and we'll we'll get to the formal introductions here in just a second. But Isaac, I th- I thought I saw a bottle of something there with you. Yeah, I'm drinking uh, some Labatt Blue tonight. I honestly don't know how old this bottle is found it in the basement oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, beer doesn't go bad i, I spent the time yeah up in upstate new york love drinking this just get back to those times was it in the, was it in the seat cushion or like where'd you find it 
I was just like on some <laughs> down there gathering dust. I was like, hey, this one's the one I want. So <laughs> awesome. And you got your sidekick Scott with you. Now, Scott, where are you and what do you got? So I'm in Dallas, Texas, uh, and I actually I accidentally recycled my Pepsi can. I had one and I for, I forgot to I drank it all and uh, I re- I threw it away and yeah. So I'm the lame duck in the group here. Wait, Scott, you threw it away or you recycled it? Because that's an important distinction. I think we need to we need to hash this out right now. <laughs> I, I I recycled it in the recycle bin. Okay, that's that's the answer I like to hear right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. So you are drinking it, or you're not? You're I, I not was going. drinking it. I was drinking it when okay. I was Ubering. When I was, it was in the middle of my Uber drive, and I was drinking it. <laughs> and I just, it just slipped my mind that I needed to show it on on here. And I just, <laughs> no, that's yeah, a fun but, Uber ride yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'll tip you extra for you're that. So wild. <laughs> Were God. you the Uber-er or the Uber-e? Ooh. I'm the Uber-er. Uber-er, okay. Just remember, both yeah. hands on the wheel, sir. All right. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely. I'm not driving right now, so. <laughs> that'd, be right, a, hey. that'd be a talent myself. <laughs> That's true. Let's get to Kim so she can get to the formal introductions tonight. So everybody's waiting. All right. Yes, they are. Whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa, whoa. What? Yeah. Where is Brady boy? Yeah, you forgot somebody. Brady. Hold on. Hold on. I, I thought I saw hey. a glass of water with food coloring. No. This is wine. This is. Dad, what wine is this? Oh crap! It's Selby. It's a Selby white wine, uh, 2015, very vintage year, fresh is grapes it, right off the vine. Vintage year, 2015. Is that the is that the make believe dad to go with your make believe wine? Yeah, <laughs> no, like, it's, it's not like, new. Mom, no, hold on, hold on. Hey, Dallas <laughs> Cowboy cheerleaders, what are we drinking? I already got my Milo for the night. Thank you. It very looks much. like something and he got out of the toilet. And I just felt no. This is very good. Hey, you know what? If you, you when I come to visit you guys, I will bring a bottle of my dad's wine, and you'll be very impressed at how fancy I am. Okay. Fantastic. So, okay. That's what I'm drinking Fine. tonight. Sorry, Brady. It's gonna come out the same color. Yeah. Well, Apparently. Exactly. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Oh, okay. Did I did I miss anybody now? Just checking once here. So uh, you got all, all the right, important Kim. people anyway. Oh. All right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all right, you guys. Tonight we are welcoming base hunters chasing, and tonight we have Isaac Pato and also Scott Peak joining us from the team. And by the way, base hunters chasing is committed. They are cap to capturing and sharing the most unique severe weather footage and photos on the market. Now, as meteorologists and weather geeks, of course, um, they are passionate about forecasting violent weather and also promoting community resilience against severe weather hazards. Now, Base Hunters Chasing LLC was founded by Colt Fournay, Isaac Pato, Pato and Kevin Rolfs, and Scott Peak in 2010 to share their chasing photography and videography with the world. They were selected by Wired.com, this is so cool, as storm chasers to follow on Instagram. I know you guys got a great following and we are so happy to hear have two of you here anyway. And uh, looking at your website, just incredible video of some of these supercells and just from the beginning to the end. And I know you guys are really into chasing severe weather. Do you extend beyond severe weather or are you just mainly into the plains right now? Yeah, so um, we're chasing the eclipse that's coming up. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to go up to uh, Northeast Kansas, actually, to see that. Um, right. You got your glasses, I'm sure. Your, oh, yeah. Your got glasses. the works. 
Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> mm. Just to add on the, to that. Um, where, I was going to say, where's everybody? Where's the rest of the guys? Oh. oh. I think that's something going on tonight. Maybe playing bingo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> trivia, bingo. trivia night. Trivia, trivia night. night. Oh, well, trivia night! It better be weather trivia night because I, I I'm I don't see any other justification. <laughs> well, I've got yeah. a question for you guys: the Pilger tornado, the twin tornadoes. Did you guys was that your video that I saw on your website that you guys actually shot? Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was mine. I was chasing solo that day. Um, oh my god, and, that was uh, awesome! Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. That was a that was a very unique day. I I. I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again. Well, I say that, and then yeah. something else yeah. comes along that blows my mind. <laughs> exactly. It always gets one upped or so. I was on the air yes. live that day at the on the Weather Channel, and I was just I took my camera and actually held it up to the to the um, to the camera that was showing live two tornadoes, and so I videotaped it on my phone. But that was that was incredible. <laughs> I can't imagine. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did, did you sell? Well, thank that you. Did you sell that footage? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to the Weather <laughs> Channel. <laughs> well, I wanted to add on to uh, your question about uh, covering storms uh, mm -hmm. in the plains. I uh, recently got a contract uh, through Severe Studios uh, uh, through my uh, broker, uh, Corey Hartman, and uh, he helped me get the contract uh, to cover uh, not only tornadoes and severe storms, but hurricanes, flooding, and winter weather events for the weather channel and stream live video to them. So I'll be expanding to, yeah, I'm excited. I'll be expanding uh, from uh, severe storms to uh, other uh, unique weather events as well. That's awesome. Are you going to get awesome. rid of your apartment just live in your car then or what? <laughs> I practically do already. Cheers <laughs> to I that, practically baby. do. <laughs> if, only, if you guys only knew what I did, at, like where I slept, you would be like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what you do you worry about you all the time, man. So, so Scott what, Isaac, what the Isaac? So, no, Scott and Isaac, tell us how. How did you how did you guys get into weather? You know what you know. Obviously, you you know probably like most of us, we loved it since we were kids. But what got you you know interested in actually doing it for a living? Oh, I can tell you. For me, it was um, seeing thunder snow for the first time. Actually, mm. um, up in Boston okay. on December 9th, two thousand five, I was like getting out of uh, high school and walking <laughs> to catch the bus. Like the the intensity of the snow and just feeling the the wind and hearing the rumble thunder, I was like, I was already kind of into weather and that just like sealed it for me. Is that but where Jim Cantori jumped out and was like, Oh, he's bold. He had one in New York city too with Bettis. Remember him? Bettis or. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Scott, what about you? What, what got you into weather? So I took a trip to Colorado when I was uh, pretty young. I think it was about four and I experienced uh, thunder snow on Pike's peak. But it was interesting. I was at the bottom of the of the peak, you know, bottom of the mountain, the foot in Colorado Springs, and it was, you know, blue sky out to the east. But there's, you know, a storm obviously over the mountain. I got to the foot, it was raining. Got halfway up, it was sleeting. At the very top, there was a snowstorm, and it wasn't enough to close down the pass, but uh, it was uh, enough to cover the ground. And of course, there was lightning with it. Mm -hmm. um, and wow. and I always had a fear of lightning when I was a child, so. I started reading books about how lightning worked and that just kind of sealed the deal for me uh, right there on, you know, for, for meteorology. And, and also through that, I learned about tornadoes and those weather books as well. And uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much just went on from there. 
Game so over. Are you, guys, are you guys both meteorologists or not? So I'm the I'm the storm geek that they're talking about on on the uh, on the description. I Here's I don't baby. have a degree in meteorology, but um, uh, I know Isaac does. Isaac can tell you more about that. So Isaac, <laughs> yeah. So Isaac, tell where. So where'd you go to school, and and what was your goal with uh, getting your degree? So I went to the University of Oklahoma uh, to storm chase. Jealous. Okay. Nice. And so um, <laughs> did you, so did you finish with a, what, a bachelor's? Yeah, I finished with a bachelor's and in my humble opinion, I think Scott's as much meteorologist as the rest of us given oh, the amount yeah. of time that he's dedicated. Nice. I think you should have the BGM, the Bachelor of Geek and Meteorology, right? (laughs) Honestly, though, like you can learn, you can learn as much as you want in a classroom, but until you actually go out and see the storm, I I completely agree. There's there's a whole difference, you know. There's book knowledge, and then there's storm knowledge, and if you know, if you if you can actually tell the trends of a storm based on what you're seeing, that is a whole different skill that you you know, don't even learn a second about in class. You know, you might see pictures, yeah. but it's nothing like being there. So I'm, I'm with you on that one, Isaac. So what, <laughs> so tell me, um, are, are you currently in meteorology then, Isaac, or what, what are you currently doing? I am not currently in meteorology, actually. I okay. have worked as a ship routing meteorologist, um, but currently I run an adult sailing program in Boston. Okay. Oh, nice. So what, I do a lot of forecasting for that. Well, okay, that sounds that sounds really <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like adult sailing program for I people who are eighteen, right? You know, to, to get out. Um, you know, because we have a kids program. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, so here's here's what I want. Here's what I want to know because it does sound like both of you guys do some solo chasing, correct? Scott, more than me. Yes, okay. mainly me. So, yeah. so so tell me this. So let me hear Scott. Um, because we have a lot of people that listen and watch the show that they're not meteorologists either. And that's, what's, that's, what's great about our shows. We've got a little bit of everything here, but, uh, tell us on, on chase day, what, what are you using? What's your procedure to identify your target? What, what are you, what are you using as a non-meteorologist? Tell us, tell us what you figured out. So, yeah, uh, we're using, uh, practically, um, uh, you know, computer models, uh, to, to forecast these events. Uh, and what we're looking for in a nutshell is uh, parameters that are conducive for tornadoes, those ingredients that are overlapping uh, in an area uh, uh, to help uh, uh, for the ingredients of tornadoes. Uh, and in, in a nutshell, I don't know how deep you want to go into it, but that's practically well, let's what we're, not get what we're doing. But what, what's your favorite model? What's favorite model you use? Christy Brinkley. Oh, gosh. I have, well, <laughs> my favorite model. <laughs> your favorite weather <laughs> my, my favorite model. Yeah. Right here in my head, right here in my head, uh, <laughs> in, intuition, you know, well, there's, there's, what, I mean, you said you use models. So what's the one you like to use? Yeah. Now? Well, I mean, if you want to, if you want to get down to it, I like, I like using, uh, the, the cam models, uh, okay. uh convective allowing models on the chase days. Uh, okay. you know, but I, I like using my head too, you know, looking at mm-hmm. the surface, what's going on currently, uh, yeah. currently. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. You want to, you, you want to find out my, my favorite model is the one that is is going along with what's currently happening. It's so the, the one, one that's, that's catching on. It's a one that's it's a one that's catching on. I think you'd agree with me. With models are pretty useful a couple of days before because they give you the setup. But day of, you know, they might give you the general area, but they're not going to give you, you know, they're not going to give you the exact spot of the big storm of the day. That's for sure. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. So, so now tell me this, yeah. uh, Scott. Tell me what what because you, you talked about you look for certain ingredients. I guess what what's your what's the favorite ingredient or maybe something that you think is really unique when I see this? Bingo. 
That's a great question. Uh, yes, it is. One of my favorite ingredients <laughs> is uh, cape. Uh, <laughs> I love cape and wind shear. Uh, uh, I love I love wind shear on the in the winter months, and I love uh, cape uh, on the uh, in the summertime because uh, uh, you can get significant tornadoes with either or. Um, so, okay. I love, I love cape and tights in the fall. <laughs> yes, I don't want. I do not want to see you with a mask. That image in my head. <laughs> now, now I'm going to throw. I'm throwing that same question out to Isaac, the meteorologist. On Chase Day, what what's your procedure for identifying your target? So, a lot very similar to Scott. I'll put a plug in for the three kilometer NAM this season. Mm-hmm. I've liked I've liked that model a lot. Me too. Uh, and it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it much better than the four kilometer. Mm-hmm. Much, much better. Um, but yeah, no, I like to watch and see how the actual surface features and you know so forth actually evolve. Um, it's never going to be exactly like the model, but the bo- the model will give you guidance as to you know you know what kind of interaction you're looking for that day. And when it comes to a parameter that I really like, I go with the new parameter. Um, sort of new uh, critical angle um, I really like to look at, of course, when it corresponds to the, uh, you know, general like Cape shear combination. I think we saw that in Dodge city with those, uh, that beautiful outbreak with critical angle about 90. Um, We saw that in Massachusetts action 2011 with the um, Springfield Munson tornado, Uh, a very, very small photograph, but um, very, very, uh, close to 90 degree critical angle. So, so explain, explain what that is for people that have no clue like me, what you're talking about. So <laughs> let me do my best here. Um, and my best could be slightly wrong, but basically you've got your shear vector. Uh, I'd try to be less than I see. All right. The wind, um, the wind near, near the surface is going to be um, southerly on most chase days. And if you have a southerly wind, and your storm motion is close to easterly, you have about a 90-degree critical angle because, you you know, the surface winds are directly perpendicular to the actual storm motion. And that is – my understanding of it is that that's really, really good for streamwise vorticity. And you, you have – what that means is that you're actually using your, your cape, your, um, your instability, um, efficiently. So you might, there can be times when you have a really big Kate number, but you're not really using it. Um, So it's important to use efficiently. That's Mm -hmm. my, that is my understanding. And I could be wrong. Oh yeah. Um, Think about, I mean, think about a hook echo, you know, think about the winds that rotate, you know, counterclockwise. So it's, it's, you know, when the wind's coming from the South, that helps that kind of counterclockwise rotation. So that's, that's, that's exactly, you're, you're exactly spot on there, Isaac. Yeah. So I, I love I love critical angle. <laughs> that's that's my that's my thing. I like talking. I don't know if you guys know Heidi Ferrar, but I like talking to her about that. <laughs> now is that with the adult meteorology, Isaac? The whole, <laughs> that is the adult meteorology angle. I don't know where you're going with that. Wow. But, uh, so Scott Isaac, when you guys are on a chase and you guys have picked a storm, is there ever like a almost like an attachment you feel to that storm where like if there's a no. better storm you won't know? Okay, because I feel like there's sometimes you know, you know, of course it's Ohio, but if I go chasing Ohio, I'll look at a storm and like like this is going to be the one, and then no matter yeah. what, I'm not going to, you know. Do you guys ever struggle with that? 
for me, I'll dump a storm if it looks like crap, but that's me. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you do it enough, you, you For you, me, you it's too that. much like a shot to my pride. Like, it's like, dang, like everything I've prepared for that day yeah. of, I was completely wrong. Look at that. But... Scott, Scott should answer this question. Okay. He's got to unmute himself first. But... <laughs> He's yeah, laughing. Well, <laughs> I am laughing. Yeah, well, I mean, I have an attachment to the storms that actually do it, you know, produce a tornado and... Um, of course, I'm I'm kind of weird. I know Isaac and I are both crazy. I know Colt's the same. <laughs> Colt Forney's the same way. We we we'll, we'll actually pick up. We'll eat the hailstones and we'll come here. Yeah. Gosh, wow! <laughs> That's well, incredible. I actually, eat them. I mean, yeah, right? take like a bite. You know, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. Thousand yeah. feet up in the air. You got to do it. Come on. Who, yeah, who's your yeah, dentist? Uh, uh, OU, OU School of Dentistry, actually. Very good. Very good at Ohio University, University because I've got a couple stories about that. But never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, of course, I was taught not to eat the yellow ones. So. <laughs> you can't falling, if it's falling and it's yellow, you have other problems. <laughs> a lot of other. Problems. All right. So what? Uh, give me an idea. What is your What does your chase vehicle look like? What are you guys using in your chase vehicles? Isaac? Uh, well, I'll talk about my old chase vehicle. It looked like a golf ball. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> hailstones. Oh, that's what, that's, okay. oh gosh. No, it's a, so my, my, <laughs> I, had, I had a Subaru Legacy during the years that I went to the University of Oklahoma. Um, and the first thing I'll tell you guys, go to the car wash. When you go chasing, you go on the dirt roads, go to the car wash because that red dirt gets in your wheel bearings and you'll ruin your wheel bearings. Really? Oh, that's really? good advice. Yeah. Hmm. At okay. least that's what's happened to me. Um, oh, that happened to you? Oh my gosh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what year is this so, vehicle? Oh, it was a 99. So okay, I don't have that's, that's why you got the wheel bearings. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. my, my current chase vehicles are um, definitely not rental cars. So I, I, I take it, yeah. I take it that your, your, your job right now allows you to chase whenever you want. Isaac, no, uh, my job right now, I'm very busy in the summers. I try to get out in the spring uh, if I can. I chased a lot last season. I did not chase this season because I had sort of a different role in the organization. was not able to get out. Yeah. So Bangladesh, um, (laughs) I'm kidding. Let's, um, Scott's what his chase vehicle looks like. Yeah, so um, I'm in a transition period. I just uh, bought a. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Uber right. chasing. That's a new market. Uber oh, yeah. chasing.
the person and uh, of course the police shoes everybody else uh, along at the airport and uh, but they they pass by me like oh it's just it's one of us. <laughs> That's smart. You get your badges. Show us your badges. <laughs> I just have the little in, I just have the little antennas in the back of the trunk and um, you know and and they see that and they're like oh he's one of us you know they, they're yeah. one of us so. <laughs> Well, let's do this. Let's keep things moving. Uh, tell sure. us, guys, how can people follow you and your projects on the web and on social media? Um, so we have, obviously, we have uh, Base Hunters Chasing uh, Facebook and uh, Base Hunters Chasing uh, YouTube, and you can find us on Twitter. Um, Isaac knows more about the Twitter part. Uh, yeah, you can you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's much more clear. <laughs> uh, yeah, base yes. hunters underscore chasing. Uh, you can find us uh, on there, yeah. and uh, um, we we try to we we really worked around to try to help help ourselves and market ourselves out. Yeah. Uh, we we have links to each one, uh, so uh, we try to keep the name yeah. the same. Base hunters chasing, of course, base hunters underscore because. Uh, Someone else took base hunters chasing. I don't know who it was, but uh, and, and we, also so have our, we also have our website, uh, basehunterschasing.com. We have some cool yep. things on there, including oh, a couple, like a couple of uh, sort of model reading primer lesson things. I have meant to put more time into building more level lesson modules. Um, it's educational. Yeah. It's a great website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, last, the last pick on there is April 5th, and it looks like there was about to be a severe weather watch issued for Ohio. So I'm pumped about that. All right. All right. Well, let's do this. It's time for our lightning round, our speed round of fun questions for our guests. Uh, tonight, not necessarily a speed round, but we're jumping back. We're going uh, to do a little match game. So if you know how match game works, a match game that we there's the celebrity panel of guests, and our celebrity panel is going to be made up of our Stormfront freaks tonight. They're our celebrity panel, and I'm pitting Isaac against Scott. You're our contestants. Kick his butt. Match game. I've lost already. I've already lost. (laughs) Just to give you an idea, guys, if you haven't seen match game, match game can get a little risque in their answers. Risky? So no, risky. No, adult meteorology. Different. Oh, oh. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. So here's what I'm going to do. I've got, I've got uh, two questions. We're going to go through two questions, um, and there's going to be a blank. And so I want Isaac and Scott, I want you guys to think of a word that you think will most match the other uh, Stormfront Freaks celebrities. So your goal okay. is to try and match as many as you can, okay? I want my Stormfront Freak Celebrity Panel, I want you to quickly write out your answer on a piece of paper um, so that by the time those guys give an answer, you've got your answer ready to go. You guys good? Yep. Yep. All right. So Kim was, Kim was talking with her friend the other day, and she mentioned while she was out the other night, she got a glimpse of ball lightning. Her mm-hmm. friend gave her a strange look and asked, were you at the blank? There you go. The blank. Were you at the blank? So one more time. So Kim was, was talking with a friend the other day. She mentioned while she was out the other night, she got a glimpse of ball lightning. Her friend gave her a strange look and at the blank. Isaac. Uh, the hospital. Were you at the... Mental hospital. Mental hospital. <laughs> 
Were you at the mental hospital? Okay. Now, you know, ball lightning, I might wonder if she was at the mental hospital. Okay. Uh, all right. Now we're going to you, Scott. Were, uh, were you at the what? <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty good. Um... <laughs> What's your answer? I, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, you could say dentist. You can say, I mean. It's... I would say the disco. The disco. <laughs> And you happen to get a glimpse of ball lightning while you're at the disco. Okay. So let's see if we match. Let's go through our celebrities. We'll start with Brady. What did, what did you say? Dentist office. (laughs) (laughs) What? There's someone brushing their teeth. If you can't see that. Ball lightning and dentist office. They hear that all the time. All right, let's go to Kim. What did you say? I, I think I misunderstood the whole question. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm not did. sure. I wrote hotel motel. <laughs> Holiday well, Inn. That's, that's, yeah. Holiday Inn. We got the hotel. Not, not a match. No, that, we don't have a match there. Uh, we're going to go to Matt. All right, we're going to keep you at the clean. what? I just put Reds game. Right. Ball lightning. Sure. Yeah. Ball lightning hey. the Reds game. Keep yeah, it clean. I like Kim. it. Okay. All right, uh, MJ, what'd you have? Uh, we got a bowling alley. Bowling alley. You couldn't oh, see. There's no windows in bowling alleys. Ball what? lightning. Now, see, oh, here's ball. the problem. You you guys took a meteorological term, ball lightning, and and you 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 trying to make it literal, as opposed to ball lightning. Mm. I've got some ball lightning for you. I, I said hotel. I said hotel. We keep it strictly PG here. All right, so zero to zero. Here we go. Last, dude. We got one more. You guys ready? Thank yeah. goodness. All right. A meteorologist was recently on the air talking about clouds and Virga. I only heard the Virga reference and thought he was sharing his problem with. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh With what? I'll repeat it. A meteorologist was recently on air talking about clouds and Virga. I only heard the Virga reference and thought he was sharing his problem with blank. (laughs) Maybe a couple seconds. Think of an answer. What problem he might be sharing on the air talking about clouds and Virga. And and he only heard the Virga part. So, all right. So let's do this. I'm going to start with Scott. Uh, so a meteorologist was recently on the air talking about clouds and Virga, which is a meteorological term. Uh, I only heard the Virga reference and thought he was actually sharing his problem with what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Say it. <laughs> he wasn't sharing his problem with discos. <laughs> with, his, with his doctor? With his doctor. He was sharing his problem with his doctor. Sure, that that might work. All right, Isaac, what did you say? I'll just go with his performance. Uh, Performance. (laughs) That's that's what I heard. His his on-the-air performance. On-the-air performance. Oh, that's a good one. That is good. All right, so let's go go down the list. MJ, I'm going to start with you. Uh, You thought he was sharing his problem with what? I thought this was kind of low-hanging fruit, but um, I, I went Ed. No, E-D. E-D. All right. So I'm, I'm going to call that a match match for both, all right? 
if you if if you've got ed issues you're probably talking to your doctor and it has something to do with performance <laughs> so that's a good all right maz what, who what hap- do you think he was sharing his problem who with? happens to be a sagittarius Spelling, I have no idea. <laughs> so. Is that like a sag Aterius? That is. what you're referring to? I told you. I didn't take health class. <laughs> so I don't know how. To... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that because I look at that as a sagatorius. All right. <laughs> okay, so hey, have sagging problems. I'm gonna give that. So you both got two points. All right, Kim, you're sharing his problem with what? Oh, his um stovepipe tornado. Oh, that's good. <laughs> nice. There you go. Is All that right, a ding, 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 ding? Seeing a new light of Kim here. All right, so we're gonna Brady. We're gonna finish on a high note, not on a low note. Okay, okay. Uh, we're gonna finish on a high note with you. Okay. His cat. Oh. Okay. oh <laughs> I thought Brady. I would. That's not a match. Yeah. Playing with ball lightning. Three-way tie. Uh, we've got a two-way tie. I'm going to give you each three points. So, hey, we're going to finish with a tie game. So, congratulations. All right, guys. Uh, way to play the game, Isaac and Scott. Good job on that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, weatherproshop.com. Uh, they're the only source for high-quality Skywarn weather spotter merchandise and reference tools. you got to check out their embroidered T-shirts, polos, and caps for men and women. Uh, they also carry great laminated reference guides for spotters and chasers, including they've got a new uh, dual-pole uh, radar training pack that's, that's awesome. Uh, and if, if Maz is saying it, it's, it probably sounds different. If you you got to listen to his spot. In episode 32 for the weatherproshop.com. I think it's probably the best spot we've had to date. Oh, it's fantastic. Aww. But anyway, hey, if, if you're a new customer to weatherproshop.com and you're setting up a new account, you're automatically going to get a 5% discount on your order, which is outstanding. But what's even cooler is if you're a listener to Stormfront Freaks podcast, you're going to get a, an additional 5% off at checkout when you enter the code storm s-t-o-r-m enter that code you'll get another five percent off your order as well um so lots of reasons why you should visit and support our great partner weatherproshop.com now phil right, we get to take a quick 20. break we get, no, no, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Said, we get 20 we get 20 percent right <laughs> then my, my my uh my drake maths is 10 percent so <laughs> hey we're going to take a quick break our podcast listeners will hear the latest edition of the titans you minute with chris Sanner. But stay right here because we'll be back with Isaac and Scott to discuss the winner-take-all competitions within the storm-chasing community. And now it's time for the Titan U Minute with Chris Satter. Right now, if you've been following this guy on social media, you know I've been out in Arizona following after the monsoon pattern in the desert southwest. But I say monsoon pattern like it's something you 100% know about. So let's do a basic breakdown. The southwest monsoon originates from moisture both from the Gulf of Mexico and the Gulf of California. To draw that moisture into the southwest U.S., I'm talking Arizona and adjacent areas here, you need a high pressure parked somewhere over the southern and southwest U.S. Thanks to that high, you get what is essentially onshore flow to bring the higher moisture air up into the desert regions. This moist air leads to instability, especially as the sun heats the hot desert surface. Local convergence boundaries along mountain ranges typically are the go-to focal point for initial monsoon storm development. 
Chasing the monsoon pattern is more relaxed than playing storms, but the mixture of stunning natural beauty mixed with cool lightning storms is a relatively unique combination. However, supercells and especially tornadoes are quite rare in Arizona. The main weather threats for monsoon season are typically flash flooding, dust storms, and intense lightning shows. To learn more about severe weather safety and preparedness, check us out on TitanU at TornadoTitans.com. Also, be sure to follow our monsoon chasing adventure on social media. Simply search Tornado Titans. We'll see you next time. All right, welcome back. So we wanted to get into a discussion since both Isaac and Scott are, are with us as well about the various competitions that are within to always be better than the next guy or the next gal. And, and it's not always just in storm chasing, but obviously that, that that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So, you know, bringing up a little bit about being better because you got to sell your footage, you know, trying to get better. So being first at trying to get to that or being with the, you know, who do you know, and being with the right people or the right brokers, acting jobs. Scott just talked about he's, he's going to be starting a new contracting job with the Weather Channel, but is there competition going on within the storm chasing community to do that? Um, also, you know, while you're out chasing, getting into the best and better position, um, what that means for driving and, and when you're, you're trying to get into a better position than other chasers, um, always being the first to post on social media. That seems like it's, it's, it's more important to be first than it is to have quality uh, when it comes to uh, social media. And then, you know, if anybody wants to chime in on storm chasing tours, I- I'm sure there's competition in booking guests. So how are you competing with other storm chasing tours? What's going on there? And I want to talk about the good in competition, but also the bad and the ugly. What does this lead to when there's competition in those various areas, but let's just talk first with sale, uh, sale of your footage. When you're competing with other people to sell your footage and you're trying to make money, um, you guys can maybe start us off a little bit with telling us what, what's going on there as far as what are you having to do to compete? Sure. Well, I mean, first of all, there's some fantastic brokers out there. Um, uh, uh, the base hunters, uh, use, uh, severe studios and that's actually who I'm, uh, you know, I sell my footage through, uh, and, uh, Corey Hartman's our, our broker. And, uh, um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, great brokers out there, but Corey with severe studios is, uh, uh, in my opinion, uh, fantastic. He's, he's, uh, got us a lot of video sales and, um, he's very quick and, um, you know, just, uh, just, fantastic all around with it and it, and it comes you know of course there's a process we have to get our you know package out there quick you know to him so we have to upload um you know that footage uh quickly in order for him to to to, to perform well so it doesn't just you know doesn't just happen on his end we have to uh you know get it out there like fresh produce because it'll spoil very fast um, so, because other that, chasers what is that know, what does that mean, Scott, when, when you've got multiple chasers on the same storm, same tornado, and they each have brokers as well, what, what's that forcing you to have to do or to be better at uh, when you got the same storm? Um, just getting the footage in as quickly as possible. And that's kind of always the goal is to get the footage in as quickly as possible. Uh, but also getting uh, high-quality footage and, uh, you know, close up. 
um, you know, that usually sells. Um, uh, that's just not, that's just how it works. <laughs> have, you, have you ever yeah. seen your competition as you're driving down the road and just a little, give a little tug on the wheel? Yes. I've literally, uh, uh, gone around them. Of course, they park on the side of the road. You know, very responsible. So, mm-hmm. and you go around mm-hmm. them, and we'll play leapfrog. I've had, I've done leapfrog with other chasers before. Um, you know, because you know, I like getting close. You know, but <laughs> that's not the main reason. But you know, I'm trying to get that shot. But here's the deal. You know, having a, a, another chaser in front of you can actually give uh, give the viewer a perspective of how large the tornado actually is. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't mind other chasers actually getting in front of me because it gives me an gives the viewer an idea how what the tornado looks like so let me ask you this you know i think about safety and i think about how competition how you you know guys are all competing for the same storm sometimes does it take the fun out of it sometimes i mean just the competitive part of it does that take something away from it no um here's you know and here's the deal you know it's it's you know we're 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 working it's it's you know, we're out there for fun. It's a lot of fun. You know, we're out there to warn the public as well. That's our other main goal. You know, it's not just for competition. It's really not really a competition because a lot of, a lot of uh, chasers out there are actually, you know, good friends of ours, you know, and, you know, and, uh, you know, so I don't really consider them competition. What we really, in my opinion, what I really see as competition is myself. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to try to one up myself on the next chaser, see where I can improve uh on my videos you know and so it's more of a a self um uh type of competition you know internally so i mean because you know it's just like it's like producing a a favorite song you know and you want to you want to go back and listen to that song again you know and try to make something create something even better than that the next time around so it's kind of how i view it it's just you know trying to it's more competition with with uh, myself and in, in that in that perspective well and it's probably pretty yeah. cool to see all the guys out there they're probably your friends too right so you're just like hey there's bob what's going on man? yeah yeah it's great you know it's that's the best part about storm chasing that that trumps everything is the fact that you're out on a rural road and um you know you're 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 out there in a random like in north dakota or somewhere and you get to see your friends, your buddies, you know, and that's, that's, that, that's what makes chasing worth it. You know, being able to, uh, to you know, see your friends out there chasing as well. It's all the best and, places and, to eat. Okay, go ahead, Isaac. Oh, any Chinese, any uh, Chinese buffet. I'm sorry. But yeah, Chinese. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Gross. So Scott and Isaac, um, is there, you know, it, it seems like, for the most part, you know, like you guys said, you guys are all friends. Is there any, you know, is there any certain chasers that do, you know, deploy certain, you know, tactics that might be um, not too friendly or because there's got to be some guys out there that that, you know, it, it can't be all kumbaya. It, it, there's got to be some guys that are that are cutthroat. I've, I'll let Isaac speak first. I know I've been kind of hogging. The... That's that's fine. Um yeah, you know, there's always conflicts, and yeah. um, and the most important yeah. thing when you're on the road is to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, yeah, that's um, that's that's at least my feeling about that. But there's definitely, you know, there are people that you want to see when you're out chasing them. There might be some people that you avoid from time to time, but I don't, I don't, and, and there's drama. 
Um, it's it's yeah. there's clicks and there's drama and there's there's always something going on online. Like, but I think at the end yeah. of the day, like a Game of Thrones, um, we all have <laughs> we all have something pretty important in common with each other that yeah. you know 99.9 percent of the population doesn't have, and that's that we're willing to spend 13 hours in the car for about you know 20 minutes of enjoying a tornado, um, and and that brings us together. I think more than it divides us. And if you're uh, mad at Bob, you just don't invite him to the buffet, right? In the <laughs> or Bob <laughs> has access to the models. Yeah. Or you just don't take access, access to the models yeah. in the radar. So Bob's coming. I want to add to that. You know, I, you know, I've, I, I personally haven't seen, you know, like, you know, we're out there for a main goal, and that's that's to to warn the public, and and to get the warnings out there. You know, make make, make them more accurate and. Um, you know that's that's the main thing we're out there for. And what I like to is what I like to see it as, and most of the chasers out there are doing the same exact same exact same thing. They're out there warning the public, you know, so we can have more accurate warnings. And uh, you know, it's not all just about uh, getting the best footage, you know, because we have a responsibility as storm chasers. And I've told this to many other people in the past of interviews. We have a responsibility to uh, give accurate. Um, uh, reports uh, to the weather service so they can uh, adjust or uh, make those warnings more accurate. Right, right. Plus, you guys, yeah. sometimes if you come up on damage or, you know, you check to make sure everybody's okay, right? I think I've seen some of that footage of you guys coming up on where a tornado yes. just went by. Yeah, so we never we never record, we never video any of that, any of our rescues. We just don't. I applaud you that. For yeah, that. so mm-hmm. we just, you know, we, I know people give us and it's not storm chasers, but I know other people have given us crap for, well, why didn't you stop and help them? Well, we don't show the, the, the deeds we do on the side. We're not going to, we're not going to do that, you know, and I know Isaac and I have spent, we, you know, we spent, you know, almost three hours in Joplin rescuing people, you know, and um, I've, wow. I've spent, you know, I've, I've rescued people in the past and I've never talked about it, you know, and, because it's just there's no reason it's just no reason to I don't have to defend myself you know right, and, right. and people uh, criticize us for why didn't we stop because we did we just won't show that we just won't show that yeah okay one one of the things I see happening is from a, a media side of things is things are starting to split and I'm I'm seeing that you have one or two options as a storm chaser to get your footage out there one is to be the quickest to get it out there. You get it out now, you get it out quick, whether it's social media, whether it's, you know, getting it to your broker and getting it out right away, but being the first to get it out. And in the process of doing that, you're going to suffer quality because you're yeah, just trying you to get that. Yeah. You're, you're trying to get that footage out right away. The other angle is, is you take the time to get it out and, and you get great quality footage and you, you know, you do a good job of, of editing it a little bit and, and, you know, there's going to be two angles. There's kind of no in the middle, there's no kind of crappy quality and I'm not getting it out right away. Uh, you know, that, that's, there's no middle ground, I think in that scenario, it's either getting, it's, you're the first to have it posted and it's exciting, but it's like off your camera or off your iPhone or it's going to be, Hey, I have great equipment. I got great footage. And I've, I've really edited it really well. So th- there is something I want to say about that at this time. Um, there's sort of like, there's several points at which you can actually make some, some money off of uh, the video. And, and making the money is, is important because it's an expensive hobby. 
Right. Um, so most of the money you make is just going to go right back into it um, to recouping costs. But uh, basically you, you can make the breaking news sale or you can make the stock footage sale. Um, and you don't necessarily, so if, if you want to make the breaking news, which is usually, usually less of a, um, less lucrative, I suppose, um, then, then yes, you want to get it out quickly. Um, and, and sometimes that breaking news stuff can still be stock. It depends on if it's a, what kind of event it is. Um, but, but it is important to also, um, have a, have a good broker or a, good name and, and be well networked so that you can actually sell your, your stock footage as well. Um, so Isaac, when you say stock footage, describe, describe what you mean by that. Describe, uh, and describe, you know, bro- I, ca- I kind of understand like broker and stuff like that. Sure. Describe that as well. So what I mean, stock footage is a production company comes along and wants to do a documentary or a special or something on tornadoes, okay. um, or a particular tornadic event. Um, they'll, find your footage on on youtube or you know if, if you're a reasonably established name uh you don't always necessarily need to be the first person to post somebody actually to get a lot of views either um you need to be quick but you don't necessarily need to be first because um it, it is important to have a catchy um thumbnail frame or, or whatever it's it's important to to have that viral um element to it and and Sometimes things can even go viral a day or two later. I think we, we saw that with the uh, with with Colts uh, time lapse from Wyoming, um, the yeah. supercell. We've gotten um, some stuff out there really late. Yeah, and sometimes and so, so if you have good footage, don't don't give up on it because you weren't the first one to put it out there. People want to see your stuff. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, because people like in Florida who don't really even know what's going on up there, you know, they, they see it. They yeah. don't care what day it happened. So, Like me, right. last week. You know, right. I was looking right. at stuff from days ago. Right, right. And yeah, sometimes, so- stuff, sometimes stuff just falls in your lap, too, kind of like that road sign behind you that I'm sure fell down in a strong wind, right, it's on your wall. <laughs> I'm not talking about the road sign, but it was uh, procured legally. <laughs> okay. Of course it was. Of course, it was. not, not nice. your first felony, right? <laughs> All right. So, hey, so that's a good discussion. I think we could probably talk about that for a while, but um, we are on a time limit. Hey, you got you've heard these guys mention already. SevereStudios.com. If you haven't checked out the videos that that uh, the base hunters have been putting out uh, and some of the crazy tornado footage they've got page or their website. But if you want to know who their video broker is to the entire world, you heard that's Corey Hartman and Severe Studios. So for over 10 years, they've been a leader in the video broker industry. They were the first to offer pro streaming accounts and now have over a thousand storm chasers signed up to broadcast and sell footage uh, all over the world. So if you want to trust your hard work and great videos, you got to do that with someone who knows what they're doing and they can do that for you, you've got to contact Corey at SevereStudios.com. So we're going to take our final break so listeners can hear Brady Storm School. The rest of you can refill your drinks. And when we come back, it's time for Weather Fools and some great WX resources for you. Hey, this is meteorologist Jim Cantore from the Weather Channel. I am a weather geek. 
and I am listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. You should too. All right, welcome back. That was a good break, anyway. Just saying, hey, hey, we're going to kick things off with weather resources <laughs> coming out of that, and uh, weather resources where you can find all kinds of really cool weather stuff, whether it's tech or low tech or vid or whatever. Phil, you got one for us for tonight, don't you? You know, I I do have one, and and was hoping to. Uh, get some help uh, talking about this weather resource tonight had some technical issues but hey the, the weather resource i want to bring up right now is a uh, storm chaser tribute and memorial to the late bill paxton Aww. Uh, the star of twister um the north texas storm spotters have been working on this for a long time now actually i think they told me two days after he passed they already started processing and putting this uh, whole program together but they're doing a, a tribute memorial to Bill Paxton. This is on September 16th from 2 to 6 p.m. Uh, and September 17th, they still have a couple events. They're looking at doing that day as well. But this is going to be in at the uh, Twister Museum in good old Wakita, Oklahoma. Nice. Uh, if you guys know the movie, you know of Wakita. So uh, they've got uh, – I'm, I'm going to give you a couple things. I'll, I'll put the links in our show notes because it's going to be hard to explain the Facebook link, but I'll, I'll reference there's two places you can go. One is just search North Texas Storm Spotters on Facebook. You'll find information there. You can also search on Facebook uh, the Twister the Movie Museum. Twister the Movie Museum. There's actually a museum. It's in Wakita. Uh, you can look for that as well. There'll be information there. Uh, you can contact. I'm going to give you a couple phone numbers. They gave their phone numbers out, so I'm going to give them Jason Gentry, 0849, or Jennifer Stark, 940-435-9127. But they got some great events planned. I'll cover a couple of them. They're going to meet at Aunt Meg's house, where, where her house actually used to be. Uh, they're going to do a little welcome. Uh, they're going to have they, – they, they told me, God, what was the number? It was like something like 50 or 60 – Storm Chase vehicles had already committed to be there. They're going to do a parade uh, that day as well, a Storm Chase parade. They're going to have all kinds of raffle prizes and giveaways. Uh, and then on the 17th, they're going to do a screening of the Twister movie at the Fairview Movie Theater as well. So lots of fun activities. I'm sure they're going to try and go out and find some kind of uh, Chinese buffet uh, while they're there, um, they're, they're gonna, it's, it sounds like a cool event. I'm so disappointed. I'm not going to be able to make it that weekend. Yeah. But you should definitely consider it because because it looks like a great event. Aww. That sounds like a blast. Oh my god, good one, great Colin. guy. Absolutely. All right, Ken, why don't you t- take something away here? Okay, so mine. Let's see here. Let's How many beers? <laughs> just one. Hey, those IPAs, man. They can. We they can. do not see. Okay, it. you don't. You don't see it. Okay. How come? Okay, guys. Um, it says screen share. Why is it? Okay, let me see. Okay. Oh, but your yeah, eyes are no. really blue. Oh are they? Goodness, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong thing. Okay. Do you see that? Let's see. No. God, one of these days, Kim, we got to do a screen sharing <laughs> training. Good God. There we Whoa. go. <laughs> we got progress. We got. Something. Now you just got. But got a. <laughs> Yeah, that has want to show us. What do I? Okay. Oh, good there? God, there it is. Blizzard something. Oh, well, I know right. every. If I did this every week, I'd probably get it. But it's all right. Need to lay off the line, Brady. Oh, God, this is good. Him figure out the screen share. <laughs> it's, 
Pitiful. Wow. Not really up, good radio, but good I, TV. Good, I've been up since five o'clock in the morning. Okay, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking that's with impressive. it. That's impressive. Okay. All right, so I wanted to share this um, this website because Buzz Bernard, I don't know if you know who he is, he was a Weather Channel meteorologist years ago, and I worked with Buzz for a long time, and he was an excellent meteorologist. He was our expert at the Weather Channel on Northwest weather. Um, he lived up there for a long time. He was an Air Force meteorologist, but he's also a writer, and he has written some incredible weather books. So if you're looking for something to read over the rest of the summer, or maybe some new chasers, if you guys want to take a book along with you to read, I highly recommend Buzz's books. Now, this is his latest one, uh, Cascadia, but let's take a look at some of the other ones that he's done because it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Into Tornadoes, this book is called Supercell, and it's, of course, it's, um, it's uh, fiction. So, but it also, it's, what's interesting is that if you read some of these, and if any of you are familiar with the Weather Channel, you might maybe, you might be able to tell there's some characters in there that are similar to some of the people at the Weather Channel, oh, which God. is cool too. So Supercell about a tornado, um, Eyewall, of course, about a hurricane. Look at this. It was a, a number one bestseller on Kindle. And uh, I know he's got another one. He, oops, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> that cold feet. Wow. <laughs> cold feet. Hey, Kim, is, is there a character in one of the books that's still trying to figure out screen sharing? Yes. No, I did hear rumors that there is a character that, <laughs> that might be me. Drinks a lot of IPA beer. Oh, <laughs> Athletes know. Oh, okay, that was, uh, that, that was buzzbernard.com. Wow, where are you now? <laughs> I, my oh, goodness. Me and Google? It's like, uh, <laughs> holy cow. Okay. Well, uh, he's gone. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not following oh, this. So thanks for that, Kim. Let's go to Brady. See if you can top that one, Brady. All right, it probably won't. Uh, so, so my uh, resource. Let's share share the old screen. Uh, so my resource is from the National Weather Service. Um, this is a great resource if you have 
um, one of your friends, you're trying to, you know, that's interested in whether your child, um, your dad, maybe, you know, if you're a weather meteorologist in school, you want to educate your dad about the weather. This is a great resource to go to. It's got a nice little introduction here, um, a good description about the Earth's atmosphere, how it works, um, how temperature works, how pressure works, a lot of the basics that are essential for understanding exactly what um, meteorology is and, and how weather works. They have a weather section as well. There's a bunch of really great stuff um, about clouds. You know, there's all these different types of you know, the names of clouds, pictures with those names, um, air mass classification. Um, that's good for book knowledge, not really great for actual knowledge. Fronts, all that good stuff. So definitely a great weather resource here uh, from the National Weather Service. Um, I'll have that link on the, on the site. That was about as fast as my first lecture. I was like, oh, I remember that. I remember that. Well, I'm, I'm letting people, you know, be able to go on and see for themselves. You know, it's like <laughs> with them to just have the, that excitement of discovery. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Thanks, Brody. Hey, I think we should go back to Phil. What do you guys think? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, bring bring it bring it back. You know, I'm I'm sweating like Scott was in his Uber yeah. car after Jim's presentation. <laughs> but it's a good sweat. It's a laughing sweat. It's a but sweat. hey, I, I've actually got I've got two WX resources this week because I felt I was gonna have to cover for everybody's sorry oh, this last episode. Look at me. So I've got two. Right. And this is another event, guys. There's some great things coming up. So I got I got done talking about the uh, Bill Paxton event uh, down in Wakita, Oklahoma. I also want to talk a little bit about this coming November is the 2017 Indiana Storm Chasers Convention, uh, Indiana uh, Chaser Con. It's the seventh year they're doing it. It's going to be on Saturday, November 18th. Uh, it's at the Hendricks County Convention Center. Uh, they've got five uh, fantastic presentations and speakers lined up for that. Uh, we're definitely uh, Stormfront Freaks. We'll have a presence there as well. If you want more information as far as the speaker bios, uh, some of the local hotel and restaurant information in the area, uh, you can pretty much find everything at IND for Indiana, IND ChaserCon. So INDCHASERCON in ChaserCon. Okay, uh, so all the details are there, everything you want to know about that. Uh, definitely, I would say if you live anywhere in the Midwest, um, because you're not doing anything else freaking in November. I mean, nothing's happening in November. Uh, come to that event. Should be awesome. Awesome. And if you missed any of that information, if you stepped away or if our audio cut out for a second, you can check out stormfrontfreaks.com and look at our episode 33 show notes for those links. Brady, you got some weather fools besides us. Oh, oh I got some weather fools. And, you know, I usually say it's, you know, everyone's favorite part of the podcast, but I think we've already, my favorite part of the podcast just happened. So, so I think this yeah. is the second. This is the second favorite. Just watching Kim share her yes, screen. That was in, that was one of the that was one of the hardest I've laughed wow. so Anyway, so Weatherfools, what is Weatherfools? Basically, us uh, the Stormfront freaks go online and look for people that might have made themselves a bit of a fool when it comes to the weather. Usually, it's a video, some sort of ridiculous weather prediction, or your usual Twitter crap. Um, and we like to share that here at Stormfront Freaks. So, let's see. Phil, you got a weather for this one? I do. I'd be, I'd be happy to start this oh, I actually, I can, I can. What? Do you have two? 
No, no, I only got one oh, this time. Oh, I can't, oh, I can't cover. Oh, and and I, I'm going to say this: I can't take credit for this. This actually comes from Christine Verkamp. And what it was is, is it was a reporter on an Istanbul uh, television station reporting in a hailstorm, and it was a young gal, and she was just getting decked by hail, and she was trooping it out trying to report. And oh, it's funny no. because back at headquarters or back at the, the home station, they were trying to tell her, hey, seek cover. Why don't you get out of there? I don't think she could hear them. Uh, she was just getting pelted and trying to report. Uh, it, it was hilarious. But uh, we'll, I'll definitely post that Facebook link on our show notes. Well, that was great. We'll have that uh, up on the website and up in the show notes. Kim, what you got for us? Oh, I'm scared to try. And then Good. let's see this one. You guys saw Good. this one? Oh, look at that. Good. Yeah, I see the feet. It's my, it's my weather pulls. I'm sorry. I had to find some funny things, and I found some funny weather memes of course, on the internet. So I have a few pictures here. This one um, is in the winter, and I don't know where this is taken, but um, actually you heard of two feet of snow fell this morning. You heard people say that. Well, they literally, somebody (laughs) took all the snow and made two large feet that are probably five or six feet tall with toenails and everything. Nice ankles and Maybe cankles, but maybe. But, and I think that the um, thing that's even more impressive is the fact that all the other snow around it's melted. Yeah, so well, either melted or they used it. That's yeah. what they used to, you know, to so make. So, how big feet. were those feet when they first built them? That's what I want to know. Good question. Yeah, I don't know. They were um, feet tall. They, they were, were feet, <laughs> a couple feet tall. So, Definitely literally, yeah. this is two feet of snow that fell this morning. That's the caption. <clears throat> two feet yeah. of snow fell this morning. So, that was kind of cool. All right, let's Very do clever. That. Kim, that was awesome. So, my weather pool this week strikes a little <sighs> close to home. Uh, so as some of you know, I was in Florida this last week, um, and I took some storm, uh, pictures. First of all, look at these pictures. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, beautiful. I, I mean, it's just like, I'm basically a pro. Also, you can see in that last picture in that right corner, there was a man and a woman there in, I think they were about 20 or 22. And I'm about 90% sure they were there doing something that they shouldn't have been. I think they were 22? I don't know. Is that why you started taking pictures? That, yeah, really. It was 1 a.m. and I was the only person there. And then I just, I heard like a rustling. And then I looked back in my pictures and I saw the outline of someone. And I'm like, oh, that <laughs> makes how in the world did you know they were 20 or 22 years old? Exactly. <laughs> Good question. Why would you, I don't know, why would you go to the beach? I don't know. Brady followed them for anyway, an hour. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I left as soon as the story got close enough, though, that it was dangerous, of course. I don't but, believe you took these pictures. <laughs> here, this was someone took my picture and, from, you know, hashtag storm hour, whatever that is. Didn't ask me at all. Just just tagged me in it and posted wow. it, and it got wow. thirty one retweets and eighty one likes. And That's so you know, they've they've right. got uh, they got Mark Torello disease, but uh, yeah, apparently it's Mark Torello. It probably is Mark Torello that runs. He it. probably yeah, he probably yeah. manages that. He account. probably <laughs> because they they tweet about every thirty minutes with people's photos. So. All right, stop following Storm Hour. Hashtag yes. Storm Hour or yes. at Storm Hour. Yep. All right, hey, great photos, though, man. Thank you. you know, it's a good thing if someone's trying to steal them. Well, you know. <laughs> That's true. Well, they stole the worst one. That was the worst one out of the four. I don't know why <laughs> they didn't choose the other three. Like, there was no bolt in that one. I think because the palms. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Very good. All right. 
All right, Brady, you going to close that segment up? Oh, oh yeah. Gonna... So you can find uh, all the pictures and videos that we just had uh, on our on our uh, website, stormfrontfreaks.com, or they're on our Facebook page too, right, Phil? No, we don't no. post them on that. Okay. Through our website. Show notes. Our website. Yep. While, while you're there, buy some Stormfront Freaks gear too. We got a couple of things, and it is awesome. Awesome. Great, great, uh, great finish. There, brother. Okay, let's uh, move it over to MJ. We got any listener comments or responses? Uh, we got one tonight. Actually, we had two, but you already talked about Christine Vierkamp, who sent the uh, Facebook or the yes. uh, Weatherfool. Weather cool. Yeah, um, cool. so we thank her for that. Uh, Rob H uh, chimed in, said, "Just made it to the first break in episode thirty-two raw. Already the best show yet, and I'm sure it will get drunker. Oops, funnier yet." <laughs> thank you, Rob. You must have come on during Maz's uh, plug of WeatherProShop.com. <laughs> Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for still making it to this part. I'll tell you what, if you got the, 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 the fortitude to stick around this long, you got enough to leave us a review on iTunes and uh, make sure you subscribe to us. But, hey, special thanks to our guests. And our, our next live episode in two weeks, August 24th, will be with former Hurricane Hunter and member of the National Hurricane Center, Warden Madden. Correct, Kim? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so Kim Kim has connection there, set us up. So uh, it's obviously hurricane season. We got some activity going already, so it'll be fun to talk to Warren. Uh, go to stormfrontfreaks.com or our YouTube channel if you'd like to watch it live. Uh, but I'm going to call this uh, a night already. For MJ, Maz, Brady, and Kim, uh, I'm going to signal the all clear. I can't laugh anymore. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. To subscribe and be notified when new episodes of our bi-weekly show are available, you can go to Apple Podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app and search for Stormfront Freaks. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter at Stormfront Freak. We'd love to hear from you. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out the interactive radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.